As always, we want to acknowledge to our Father and our God in heaven that we are grateful for all of his love, mercy, and blessings. Uh, someone has said that you never know uh, what it is that a day will bring, uh, that things can go from good to not so good in almost the blink of an eye. And while it is true that we uh, do not know what it is that a day will bring, uh, we do know the one who brings each day. And we ought to rejoice in the fact that God is always on the throne, uh, that God reigns in the kingdom of men all day, every day, day after day. And as long as God is on the throne, uh, we will never be tempted above what we are able to bear. Uh, we will never be left alone nor forsaken, and all things work together for our good. Uh, the psalmist has declared in Psalm 50, verse 1, The mighty God, even the Lord, hath spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun unto the going down thereof. Uh, God is God all the time. He is in control all the time, and we are in his care all the time. And for all of God's blessings, we ought to be eternally grateful. Now, whether you are here at the building or uh, following along through one of the social media outlets, uh, if you haven't heard the news by now, uh, my reaction would be akin to, uh, you remember in Luke chapter 24, Jesus uh, met two men walking on the road to Emmaus, uh, and he asked them why they looked so sad. And uh, the response was, haven't you heard the news? Uh, and now, now, if you haven't heard the news uh, by this point, uh, we have a new sister in Christ, uh, Sister Courtney Pettiford. Uh, I met her just as Courtney. Uh, she's about two years ago, and that sounds about right, because we were in the, the, that stage of COVID when nobody knew what was what for sure. Uh, we were safe at home and all of that kind of thing. Uh, and when I came in this evening, uh, we spoke, said hello, and she said, I'm ready to be baptized. Uh, I said, look, we, we have water uh, just like the eunuch. There is nothing that hinders you. We, we can take care of that uh, right now. And so we, re we rejoice, uh, not only that another soul has been won to Jesus, uh, but Courtney is good people. Uh, we're just glad to have her uh, as part of the family of God and part of the Laurel Congregation. We invite you to turn with us to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, the text that was read into our hearing. Uh, we want to read again verse number 6. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 6 in your Bibles. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Based on the words of the apostle here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, uh, we want to use this evening as a subject, Are You Watching? And as we consider the text that we have before us here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, uh, the apostle addresses the need for watchfulness and sobriety on the part of God's children. Uh, 
In our text, watchfulness is contrasted with sleeping. Paul borrows from the state of physical sleep with the intent of making a spiritual application. Now, the physical body requires a certain amount of sleep each day, but the spiritual man does not require sleep and indeed takes uh, a great risk by so doing. Now, there are some things that are true about sleep that in the spiritual context are devastating to the soul. When one is asleep, one is insensible of one's state and unconscious of one's surroundings. Have you ever had someone take a picture of you while you were asleep? And you know, it's usually not one of those when you're uh, 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 sleeping in a dignified manner. They, they, they usually take the picture, your mouth is wide open and your head all to the side or something that when we see the picture, the, the response is to laugh at what we see. That's because when you sleep, you have no idea what's going on around you. Sleep is a state of inactivity. But let me say also that when one is asleep, we are subject to illusion and deception. Now, we call this dreaming. I don't know about you, but, but usually when I dream, there's st stuff that goes on that wouldn't happen uh, in reality when I'm wide awake. And if you're like me, if you have uh, uh, one of those good dreams, you know, where you sit down to a buffet with a good appetite, uh, something wakes you right before you can start partaking uh, uh, of the meal. When one is asleep, one is subject to danger which one has no power to escape. One of the sobering realities of our existence is our mortality. Not just our mortality, but its unpre unpredictability. The unpredictability of our mortality is compounded by the certainty of the judgment. Do you remember the Hebrew writer in Hebrews 9 verse 27? He says, it is appointed unto men once to die, and after this, the judgment. Now, the judgment is serious business. Paul tells us, 2 Corinthians 5.10, that we will be judged on the things that we have done in this body, whether they be good or bad. Now, the thing that is really serious about that is no one of us knows when we will depart from this life. Uh, you know, you can be in good health and feeling good and everything be well, and, and your time upon this earth be short. Uh, by contrast, you can go to the doctor and uh, they can give you six weeks and you may live another six years. Uh, our mortality is uncertain but judgment is sure. And it is of these very things of which the apostle warns the Thessalonian Christians in our text. It's one thing to acknowledge death and judgment. Uh, it's another thing to be watchful. You remember in Matthew chapter 24, uh, beginning at verse number 37 in your Bibles, Jesus said, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, 
until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so also so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And then if you drop down to verse 44, he says, Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Now, that's true uh, in terms of our mortality as well. Uh, there is no way of knowing for certain when we're going to leave here. And so the exhortation to the Thessalonian Christians is to always be ready because you don't know when the time is. Be watchful because it could be at any time, even at the time you least expect it. When we look at 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 5, uh, verse number 6, Paul says, Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Watchfulness has reference to danger. You remember the declaration of Peter, 1 Peter 5, verse 8. He said, Be sober, be diligent, for your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. I, I submit to you that there is not only the danger of the devil's attacks, but there is also the danger of the consequences of apathy. You remember the Hebrew writer in Hebrews 2 verse 1 uh, uh, warned the saints uh, uh, to be careful uh, lest they just let salvation slip, uh, uh, so to speak, from their grasp. We have to be watchful, mindful of the world in which we live, uh, mindful of temptation, and always desirous to do the will of God in any and every situation. But not only is watchfulness uh, has reference to danger, but watchfulness is opposed to thoughtlessness. Uh, there are a lot of thoughtless people in our world today. And I don't mean rude uh, in their manners, but those who do not make their soul salvation a priority. In, in 2 Timothy 2, uh, verse number 4, Paul lets us know that even Christians need to be careful uh, not to be thoughtless. In, in 2 Timothy 2, verse number 4, Paul says, No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Uh, how often do we live with the conscious awareness that we are soldiers in God's army, fighting an enemy that never takes a break? You know, soldiering is serious business. I, I've never been in the military, but, but I believe that when you enlist, you don't go straight to duty. There's a time of training that you go through. Uh, they want you to be prepared for when your time to serve comes. Uh, Paul says, no man that warreth, and, and to be sure, as God's children, we are at war, at war with sin, uh, at war with a contrary world. And Paul says, we don't entangle ourselves with the affairs of this life. Our worldly business makes demands of our time, but we need to be mindful of the fact that God has a higher claim uh, on us. Do you remember Paul, uh, 1 Corinthians 6, verse number 20? He says that we are to glorify God in our body and our soul, which belong 
uh, to God. We are brought with a price, and the price is the blood of Jesus. And then third this evening, watchfulness is opposed to slothfulness. Now, if you don't like the Elizabethan English uh, uh, of the King James, slothfulness is just another word for being lazy. In Hebrews 6, uh, verses 11 and 12, the Bible says, And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Surely we remember uh, the parable uh, of the ten virgins. Five were wise and five were foolish. Uh, we remember uh, the parable of the talents. One fellow received five and another received two and, and a third received one. And uh, you remember the fellow with one talent uh, took and dug a hole and hid his talent there. And uh, his rationale was, uh, Master, I knew that you were a hard man and I, I was worried about losing what you gave me. So I, I hid your talent and here you have uh, uh, what you gave me. A and I'm sure you've read the uh, parable before. You remember the master says to him, you wicked and slothful servant. He didn't buy the servant's excuse as having any legitimacy. He said, you are evil and lazy. You could have at least taken it to the bank and, and let it earn interest. But you didn't even try. It is possible to get so caught up in the affairs of this life that we don't even try when it comes to God's business. God has called us, if you remember this morning, to certain tasks. Uh, one of those being evangelism. Now, I don't necessarily have to have the skills to teach a class, but have I even tried to introduce somebody to somebody who can teach? All of us have the ability to do something, to have some fellowship uh, uh, in that work. I, I can write a card. I, I, I can pass out a tract. Uh, I can invite people to worship service. All of us have the ability to do something. And if we are watching, we will use what abilities the Lord has given us uh, in his service. In verse 11, Paul says, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. It is our responsibility to encourage one another to be watchful. We have no idea when the Lord is coming, but we know of a certainty that he is coming. Somebody once said, live every day as if it is your last, because one day you'll be right. God gives us uh, the opportunity to be reconciled to him through obedience to the gospel. We are called to hear the gospel message. Romans 10, 17, it declares that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We need to hear the good news that Jesus died for our sins, that he was buried but raised on the third day for our justification. He is a living savior. 
We must believe Jesus to be the Christ, the Son of God. Uh, John 8, verse 24, Jesus says, Except you believe that I am he, you shall die in your sins. We must be willing to repent of sin, to turn from living life after our own will and living life after God's will. Acts 17, 30, 31, the Bible declares that God requires all men everywhere to repent. We must make the confession of faith that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, Matthew 10, 32, and be baptized in water for the remission of sins, Acts 2, 38. When we go down into the waters of baptism, God washes away our sins by the blood of Christ Jesus, indwells us with his spirit, and adds us to the church. And there is reason for rejoicing, even as we rejoice with Sister Pettiford, because another soul has been won to Christ Jesus. Perhaps you're listening to this broadcast via one of the social media outlets. You want to be baptized into Christ Jesus. If that be the case, we bid you reach out to our elders at elders at laurelchurch.net. Uh, if you're here in our audience, uh, this is your desire. Then we bid you to come as we stand and as we sing the song of invitation. <laughs> 